0: Welcome to Unpacking It, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson, president of Unpacking It Ministries. Check out our website, unpackingit.com. While you're there, you can sign up for our weekday email devotional. Find out about all of our events we're doing, specifically in Charlotte, North Carolina, Uh, But would love for you to get plugged into what we're doing here at Unpacking It. But glad to be with you on the podcast today. Uh, Our guest is a current tight end, he's a senior for the 8 0 Georgia Bulldogs. And, And so I talked to him before their game against South Carolina, and I think you'll have a lot of fun listening to him. Uh, I'll have a couple thoughts after the interview, so stick around for that. Uh, but do want to thank our partner, Uncommon. They're an organization that encourages men to be the husband, dad, and leader we were always meant to be. So they've got blogs, videos, and other great content. Their mantra, don't be a jack. So you can visit them over at uncommon.org. That's Uncommon, spelled U N C O M M E N. Dot org shoot me an email bryce at unpackingit.com if you have any thoughts responses questions uh or just want to say hello so i <laughs> would love to hear from you bryce at unpackingit.com you can also follow me on twitter bryce radio but right now let's jump right in our guest today is a senior tight end for the eight no georgia bulldogs His team is ranked number one in the first set of college football playoff rankings, and he is one of the key leaders on the team. Jeb Blazevich joins us now on Unpacking It to talk about the season, his faith, and life. Jeb, thanks so much for being with us. How are you?
1: Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Well, man, we're we're psyched to have you, and and it's a big week for for Georgia football with, with the news coming out about you guys being ranked number one. So so you're no longer sneaking up on anybody or, or being underrated. So so how's the team responding to the attention and, and what's the experience been like through eight straight wins?
1: It's uh, definitely a challenge. There's no, um, the big secret is there is no secret. We have to get in there and, and practice our butts off every single day and approach each game uh, like it is the most important because it is. Um, all people want is a new set of rankings each and every week. So people keep tuning in. So we understand that, you know, now we have a bigger target on our back than we did, and we have to understand that nothing matters what comes out now. The only rankings that matter is uh, after the last bowl game or after the last last uh, conference championship in December. So that's where our eyes are, and uh, we're just trying to beat a pretty solid South Carolina team.
0: Absolutely, and, and what's been interesting, too, is just the, the way you guys have been blowing out other SEC teams, and it shows how how good you guys are playing But what's kind of the the message and how has that kind of gone over in the locker room just just in regards to not getting comfortable with the blowouts and and just continuing to to stay sharp as well as you guys have been playing?
1: Well, I think the coaches have done a great job. Um, They don't care who we play against. They just care about how well we play in terms of our potential Yeah, and in terms of actual what they see every day in practice, us doing that and assignments and all these things. So I think – I mean, we we felt like we've lost some games this year just because of how many points we didn't leave up there or, you know, how many points still some other teams have gotten on us. Um, and so that's, that's the main thing is we're still trying to piece it together to put together some solid games. And obviously we've had some success in the meantime, but uh, I feel like there's still tons of improvement out there, which is very exciting for us, but it's also a big challenge for us to continue to push the envelope.
0: Georgia senior tight end Jeb Blazovich joining us here on Unpacking It. And, and it's your senior year and and so the team of course is in a in a position to to do some big things the the rest of the way but but you know what it takes to win you you won two state championships in high school and and so when you look at this year's team, when did you realize that that this is a a special team a, a championship caliber type team and and really one of the best teams in the country
1: it's crazy i it really hasn't hit me yet. Um, I mean, it's the same guys I've been working with ever since January. And I knew it's a special group just because of, you know, how well we get along, you know, how everybody loves one another. We, I mean, we really play for the guy next to us. Um, but really, it hasn't hit me yet. I mean, we're not sitting <laughs> back saying, oh, you know, it's you know we're we're the real deal because we got to go and do it first before we can sit back and say we are a championship caliber. I mean, I'll be saying that when I got a ring on my hand.
0: There you go. No, I like it. That, that makes sense. And, and as you kind of think about your, your role on this team as a, as a senior, uh, what's been kind of your mindset and your approach to, to being a leader and, and somebody that, that has the opportunity to to pour into the younger guys on and off the field?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. I think one of the, the main things is that we do have a strong group of senior leaders. And something that does for me, and I feel like for the rest of the guys, is, hey, this is your last shot. I mean what do you have to lose Um, you know just buy into what the coaches are saying go ahead and do the things you know you need to do to get better Um, I'll be graduating in December so this is really the home stretch for me and that that helps enormously in just terms of you know what do I have to lose a little pain now will you know pay off a lot later Um, and then talking about you know older guys getting into and you know helping out the younger guys we've all been there before I mean everybody Remembers what it's like to be a freshman, even though we would say there's no such thing as a freshman anymore. We're, we're far enough along; we guys <laughs> should know better. But, um, it's just showing them the ropes and teaching them, hey, you know, this is this is what the real deal is. You know, try not to put your identity in sports; it'll crush you if you do. Yeah, you know, stay positive, hopeful, and just take one day at a time.
0: Man, that's that's a good perspective. Jeb blazevich Georgia, tight end. Uh, he's a senior and. Man, I, uh, I was at the, the first game of the year. I'm actually an App State grad, and so uh, I, was at, I was in Georgia for the first week. And so I saw you guys up, up close and personal and, and knew you were a tough team. Um, and so I've been following you guys throughout the year and, and excited to see what you've been able to do. But I also know that, that who you are away from the field uh, and, and how important your faith is uh, is also crucial. And, and so having the opportunity to meet you at, at an FCA event a few years ago, uh, was awesome and got a glimpse of that. But but what has your experience been like in college now as a senior, looking back, as you've been able to to live out your faith and, and really making the choice to to follow Jesus?
1: Well, uh, I, re- I really do appreciate that, and it was great being able to hang out in the old belt bowl, uh, freshman Jeb down there in 2014. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think the – Usually the vernacular, the verbiage I like to use is um, really just my relationship with Jesus because Jesus is alive. Um, there's lots of religious people out there, you know, quote unquote, there's lots of people that, you know, like to put the tag, oh, you know, I'm I'm Calvinist versus Armenianist or all these different things. But really, um, it's my relationship with Jesus and him walking next to me, walking, you know, in front of me, picking me up at times, walking, you know just with him each and every day without him I wouldn't be able to do it um I just feel like the business of college football and just the grind of it and you know what it just takes from you and also the opportunities that gives you good and bad to do good and bad um without Jesus in my life I definitely wouldn't be able to handle it I I don't know how guys do it um I don't think you can do it very well or as well as you could with Jesus and it's just been that means everything
0: Man, and, well, you mentioned earlier, too, just even the message to some of the younger guys that you want them to realize is to, for the your identity not to be wrapped up in the sport and, and how well you played the, the week before. How did you kind of learn that, and what has that experience been like, just knowing that your identity is in Christ versus being a big-time football player?
1: Oh, there's no doubt. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is guys, you know, they come in um, – expecting a lot i mean they have high expectations for themselves which is great but then once they realize hey you know my my time isn't yet i might have to develop a year on the scout team or i have to might have to do something else and they just go into a dark place or let's say it's an older guy getting beat out by a younger guy or it's you know anybody that's dealing with an injury or a nagging pain and those are the worst ones the ones where it's not going to get any worse but it's not going to get any better and you just got pushed through some pain um just stuff like that. I mean, I, I've been cheered and booed. Our whole team has. I mean, we've been through some highs and lows. And the only consistent thing is is Jesus. Mm. I mean, if we put our open football, what happens when you lose a game? I mean, are you worthless then? It's, it's, it's something where you fail so many times in football that w- without something greater than yourself, I mean, you're not going to be able to make it. And it's through those failures that you learn and you progress. And I think it's through failures that you really you become who you are but, um, yeah, football is a grind. It's a beast. And without Jesus leading the way, you
0: uh,
1: <laughs> it's going to fail you. Somebody always said, uh, last little thing on this, but somebody always said, you know, y- you want to stand on the rock of Jesus. And he mm-hmm. brought in a football. And he's like, I can't stand on this thing. It's going to yeah. pop, deflate. I'm going to fall off. You cannot stand on a football and try to live your life.
0: That's a great message. Jeb Blazovich joining us here on Unpacking It, senior tight end at Georgia, the 8-0, number one ranked Georgia Bulldog team. And, and, and man, just kind of to continue that, that conversation, what, what are some maybe specific ways that you feel like you, you've really grown in your faith or just some, some things that maybe you really learned throughout college that, that you, you look back and go, wow, God really just showed me that, revealed that to me. And, and it, it's had a big impact on my life.
1: Wow. Um, yeah, I think, I think the biggest catalyst for my faith has been my fiance, Addie Lippitt, um, and her God putting her in my life to allow me to, to love her and show her grace. But um, more importantly, is just all the stuff that she's been able to help me with. I mean, I, I wouldn't be the man I am in Christ without her. And um, I can't get too specific, but my sophomore year dealing with just a bunch of stuff, just nagging injury, um, you know, failure, a lot of, a lot of stuff just happening, uh, stress from school uh, just, just a bunch of different things. Yeah. And, it, it was just a low point for me. And she just kept pointing me back to Christ, pointing me back to Christ. And and really it was, it got got to a point, which is where I still am now. It's just, Jesus made me realize I'm hopeless. Mm. Like, I suck mm. on my own. This is what happens. Like basically Jesus was like, yeah, you tried to handle it. Here you go. Like, here you are. This is your pile of crap that you accumulated. Mm. And, um, I, I slowly started to surrender Um, again, I mean, that's, that's the theme of (laughs) my entire walk is Jesus just prying everything away from my hands, um, until I, you know, finally give it to him. Um, but just slowly starting to surrender and he's just sitting there saying, look, let me have it. If you let me have it, you don't have to worry about it. Just between that, not giving up, um, just not afraid to take chances. And I I would just say the peace and fearlessness and confidence in Christ, Mm -hmm. those, those have been some of the huge themes of my college walk
0: oh that's awesome man I, I can relate and and love hearing it for sure and man you, you mentioned your fiance so so give me the the proposal story and you know not a lot of people <laughs> not a lot of people get engaged in college or I know I have a few friends that did but but it's a little rare so so take me into how, how'd you make the decision and, and what was the proposal like
1: oh man yeah I knew she was the one after about three months um, wow. It was just something crazy. And I, I remember I I was a you know, stupid kid. I was, kept saying, you know, I'm not really tired of you yet. Usually I get tired of hanging out with people this <laughs> month. But, uh, so I, uh, I'm in a secret society here called Sphinx, and I did it under the disguise of that. So I had her meet me at a building. You know, we went out to dinner. We were all dressed up because usually I'm in a suit and somewhere sketchy for these meetings. So I was like, hey, you know, they said we can bring a date. <laughs> um, I had another, uh, she's a swimmer, Rachel Zlinskis. She was down there um, at the bottom of the building, like, hey, my date's about to come up. So Addie had no clue. Plus, I had about 12 other, like, fake proposals set up. Like, I texted her, hey, we need to go to the mountains this weekend. Like, hey, our families need to have a beach trip this weekend. So she was thinking it was later on, um, but she knew it was coming. So obviously, we talked about it. And uh, we go up on a rooftop. We round a corner and, um, her family and my family are sitting there and we had a little red carpet with some sunflowers, her favorite flowers. And I popped down on me and said a few things and she said, yes. Well, no, she didn't oh. say yes. Oh, she was just like, oh, and then well, you say yes. She's like, yes. Like, oh, <laughs> like three minutes later,
0: <laughs> you got to get the yes,
1: dead, man.
0: man, that's, yeah. I was hurting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You got to get the, the, the official yes can't can't take no that for doubt. granted no that's awesome well <laughs> wait, what, so what's the story with this secret society are you are not supposed to share about it huh
1: yeah i can't talk too much about it it's just a <laughs> uh, it, it's a special honor but um it was a perfect disguise because they're always in a suit go- i mean she'll see me leave for a suit just go in random spots i'm like you know it's for sphinx and so she's used to like some sketchy email, so i made a fake email and oh wow um, i was here and she was visiting her sister in Europe. So I had the perfect uh time to plan and probably put too much into it, but I want to make it just right.
0: That's oh you got to. No, that that's awesome. Well, I love I love that story, man. That's really cool. Um so wish you the best. When when are you getting married?
1: Next July. Next July. That's, that's when she starts. Me, so i gotta make it till then before she figures some things out <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that's awesome very exciting well man as we uh, as we wrap things up uh i want to keep the the fun going and we do a segment we call tap drill and, and so just a couple quick questions and just kind of your initial response and uh and we'll, we'll run through a few of these all right so all right. I, I knew you grew up in charlotte but who was your favorite athlete growing up
1: oh man um I'm probably going to have to say Jason Witten when he hit the NFL scene. He's just a stud
0: and awesome. He's still getting it done for for Dallas for sure. All right. There's no doubt. What about your favorite song or artist that you listened to before games?
1: Ooh, that's a great one. Honestly, um, and I'm not just saying this because I used to hate Christian music, but now I like it, and it's (laughs) Christian music. It kind of calms you down.
0: Very cool. That's pretty good. All right, what about the last movie that you saw?
1: Oh, man. Um, Probably Snowbirds or something. We saw it as a team. It was about the the drug runner that was working for the DEA, and uh, he was down there going to Columbia and stuff. I I forget what it was called, but we saw it as a team before a a game.
0: Do you guys always do that, a team movie?
1: Uh, Only if it's night games the next day so we have a bunch of time to kill we usually watch a movie get our mind off it for an hour and then get back into meetings
0: gotcha that makes sense all right what about the last book that you finished Ooh,
1: wow okay the last book i finished i'm working on uh desiring god by john piper now but the last one i read yeah. was this momentary marriage by john piper
0: oh nice yeah i love don't waste your life have you read that by no, John that's Piper. Next on,
1: don't okay. Worry. Nice. That's on the radar. <laughs> nice.
0: That's a good one. I can recommend that one. All right. Uh, we got two more. What old school technology do you still wish was being used, or, or maybe something that you have fond memories of using when you oh, were younger?
1: Easy. Nintendo 64. Ah, there easy. it is. Yep. Mario Kart, it's <laughs> over.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's a common answer. I think everybody loved the 64. Uh, There's no doubt. All right, so I know you're, you're a football player, of course, but what's your favorite sport to watch besides football?
1: I'm probably going to say uh, I love watching some golf on TV.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I just hang out, watch some golf, you know.
0: you got to love golf. I'm, I'm with you, man. Well, that, that sounds great. Well, Jeb, man, appreciate you taking some time to, to join us today on Unpacking It and, and wish you guys the, the best the, the rest of the way. Uh, enjoy the, the ride and your final semester at Georgia, man. Soak it in.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on.
0: All right. Thanks a lot. He's Jeb Blazovich, Georgia senior tight end, joining us here on Unpacking It. All right. So good stuff from Jeb. A lot of fun to talk with him. And it's always a little different when you talk to college guys versus pro guys or retired players. There's just They're they're at different phases of their career and their life. And and so I loved uh, just the enthusiasm and the uniqueness of – talking to a guy whose team is undefeated at the moment, at the time of the interview, and, and just to, uh, to, to even hear him say that it's actually challenging. <laughs> you know? like He wasn't talking about, oh, yeah, we're just you know, having a big old time. It's easy. It's fun. No, no, no. It's a challenge. It's a challenge to win a championship. It's a challenge to be undefeated and, and to handle the pressure and, and then to take it one game at a time with kind of the, the eyes on you, which is, which is big. The spotlight is on you when you're the number one team in the country. So uh, it was cool, though, uh, to go to Georgia earlier this year. Uh, it was Labor Day weekend. My App State Mountaineers got got dominated. But actually, when I look at the, the scores and results from the season, App did okay, considering how some of these other schools, like Florida, Tennessee, uh, I think Vanderbilt. I mean, Georgia's been blowing people out. So app at least hung in there a little bit, but it was a, it was an ugly game for for us as well uh I was in the crowd, so it was still ugly for me, even though I wasn't on the on the field uh getting dominated um but but my my big takeaway from the conversation with Jeb, some good stuff, good stories uh I always love to to hear a, a great engagement story, a proposal story, so that was fun uh but I appreciated him sharing some of the books that he's reading or or has read. Uh, especially mentioning John Piper because I think it's crucial, especially in college. Like, I look back and I read a lot of great books that, that had a big impact on me, uh, and especially right after college. There's just kind of that time period, probably from age, I don't know, 21 to 26, where I just read some books that had key impacts on my life or key impact just on the way I viewed faith and life and. I even think back to college, uh, I read a book called Blue Like Jazz by Donald Miller, and, and that really opened up my eyes to a lot of things, and the the book The Promise, and The Free Book, and I read Don't Waste Your Life by John Piper, and so my encouragement to all of us today is to read. Read good books, and, and read books that will challenge your faith, that will encourage you in your faith, that complement your Bible reading and Scripture reading, and and, you know, memorizing verses, but just read some books by well-respected writers, pastors, guys that, that have a, a great grasp on what it looks like to follow Jesus and, and live a life for his glory. And so uh, that's, that's something to think about as, as we wrap things up. Don't use the excuse, oh, I don't like to read. Well, get over that, because I used to be that way, and it's, and it's silly. Like, I regret that that, that was my mentality, Um, I mean, I remember in high school, I would do everything I could to get around book reports or, you know, having to read the full book and all that kind of thing. It's like, what was I doing? Because the value of reading is tremendous. It's cool to read magazines and online articles about our fantasy team, but to actually read deep, insightful, life changing books to go along with the Bible, it's fantastic. So. I hope you're challenged to hear that today. I am I'm challenged myself. Um, one other thing, make sure you check out the two-minute podcast as well. This week, it's on the offensive line and some thoughts there. Subscribe to the daily email devotional, unpackingit.com. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful week. I'm Bryce Johnson, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.